Courtside the Virtual Hardwood, it's the NLSC Podcast, episode number 283. Andrew with you as always. My usual co-host Ben is actually unavailable this week. He is actually helping with his uh, mother's book launch. Congratulations to uh, Lorraine there for that. But I do have a guest co-host this week. Please welcome to the show, NBA Live 14, a gamer of the year, Izzy Snow. Izzy, welcome to the NLSC Podcast. Hey Andrew, thanks for uh, thanks for having me, and uh, I haven't heard that NBA Live 14 gamer in a year in a while. How do you think you were going to use that? <laughs> I mean, if there's anything to celebrate, dedication to a title, that's uh, that may be the one. <laughs> one of my uh, unexpected accomplishments that uh, even I forget sometimes. To be honest with you, man, but it, uh, it's cool. It's cool. It's nice to hear. <laughs> So, got you on the show because wanted to get you on and other people from the community, something we're doing as we do the new version of the NLSC podcast, the revamp. Uh, I know you're a big fan, and that's not just because I PayPal'd you some money to uh, to say that, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I have been, I've been a fan for a while. It's uh, great to have you on the show, and we one of the reasons I wanted to get you on uh, this week is that uh, you actually picked up a copy, or I guess a jailbroken PS3 with uh, NBA Elite 11 on there, and... It's funny because the very first uh, pilot episode we did for the NLSC podcast back in 2010, before we even did it on a permanent basis, we spoke to Big Ball One Two, who actually got his hands on a disc copy for PS3 of NBA Elite Eleven. So a bit of a throwback right. to that, to to talk about that game and all its ups and downs, and maybe more downs and ups, I suppose, as the case may be. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I've looked around for copies of Elite Eleven. You can't get them very cheaply. There's a couple. I think there's one there for five thousand dollars. Was there at the moment a disc copy recently? There was a disc copy that that sold this past uh, last weekend actually. Oh, it sold! And it started. It it sold. Wow. Yes, there was an actual bidding war for it, and uh, I trust me, it. I was very tempted at the starting price for twelve hundred dollars, and some people think I'm crazy for even thinking about spending that much on on a on a canceled game but you know they don't understand the whole collector's thing and it being rare you know if the rumors are true there's like eight or nine copies out there but yeah there ended up being like a bidding war for it and there was like maybe 11 bids and it, it sold for over five thousand dollars so yeah i'm glad i didn't even bother putting a bid on it <laughs> so i'm definitely not spending five thousand dollars on on a game no matter no matter how rare it is yeah, and certainly one you probably wouldn't want to play that often as well. It's it's not so bad if it's a rare game. Like, A Conquer's Bad Fur Day is a very rare game, but that's a great game. Uh, you know, I actually do a copy of the PAL version of that. Uh, I, I did decide nice. years ago that 200 Australian was going to be my limit when the, when the copies were still kind of in reasonable, uh, you know, under $1,000. I thought I'll go up to two, maybe $300. But... Uh, yeah, f- five grand for that? Uh, don't think so. But, but you got a better deal, uh, at least initially, for the uh, for this P- PS3 with uh, a digital copy of it, or a ripped copy, I guess. Yeah, I did. I, I definitely thought it was worth spending. I think it was like 140. I ended up spending for the jailbroken PS3 um, just to try out the game, but. Um, but unfortunately, that that time wasn't uh, wasn't very long. I I <laughs> thought I was gonna be diving deep into that game this weekend, but um, it didn't take very long for me to realize that, uh, as, as I've said, I think on Twitter, 
there, there's a reason why the game got canceled. Yeah. I think everyone who's uh, who's played the full game, or even the demo, <laughs> kind of has come to that conclusion at, at some point. And, and Ben and I were talking a couple of episodes ago about where NBA Live is and where it's been, and we, we were talking about the idea of, of how it probably would have been better if they'd continued on from NBA Live 10. That's not a, a uncommon or unpop- unpopular opinion or anything like that, but looking, having played that, do you think it would have been better if they'd just released it and weathered a bad release and gone to Live 12, or do you think... They, yeah, they needed to, to cancel that. Uh, I, don't, I honestly don't know. Um, Hard to say, I guess, with, you know, it's, hypotheticals. Yeah, I mean, in looking, looking, like I said, looking back now, I think ultimately, and he, I had my doubts as well, you know, I used to think like, man, they should have just released Elite, even if it was bad. And they could have continued, you know, what? how many years did they miss? Two? 12, 13? Yeah, so they would have they would have released like a 11, 12 and 13 if they released 11. Um, and maybe like build from that. But honestly, like now that I've, ex- I've experienced the game, I think they made the right call by canceling it. Um, and, and and going back to the, to the original title NBA. Well, it's not the original title, but the popular title NBA Live. Mm. And... Um, and building from that, even though, even though it's been a long road, um, there there have been some improvements since they fully returned back in uh, 2013 with NBA Live 14. So yeah, I do think like they made the right call by canceling it. And it's funny that that all all that they went through is actually the the best case scenario, the best timeline of actually canceling the game and. And avoiding even worse stuff with uh, with releasing even a worse reaction by releasing it, but you said you spent a little bit of time with the game, um, and you, you were telling me we were talking about it. We were talking about it before we were recording, and you were saying, and you said it on Twitter as well that I believe that you were trying the the classic controls because they had both the new con- all right stick controls but also the classic ones. And I remember from playing the demo, it I couldn't really tell which was better, if anything. Uh, but yeah, you didn't. You, from what you were saying, it didn't really sound like it, uh, it made much of a difference. I mean, obviously, you know, it's easier with the classic controls, but um, but with like the elite controls, yeah, you do have. It seemed like you have more um, moves at your disposal, and obviously having more control and doing them. But it just it it's it was quite difficult and i know i didn't spend that much time on it but i'm a gamer and i can pick things up easily mm. and I, i've played the demo like before as you like like you did as well and i still have the demo on my 360 and i'll probably will still play that from time to time um but it just it it just doesn't translate well when you actually execute these moves and, and the, the lack of a turbo button like a sprint doesn't help at all Oh, big time! Yeah, it's like everyone is just like the same speed, and um, and yeah, that threw me off sometimes. You know, hitting that right trigger and ended up, you know, passing the ball. You know, it's yeah. funny. I guess I played the game long enough because, like, when I was, I actually fired up um, to, a little bit of two K nineteen before I went to bed last night, and I was playing the game with the elite controls. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to pass the ball with the right trigger, so. Um, yeah, it threw me off. In, I guess I played it enough to throw me off with, with 2K. Um, but yeah, the, the controls, you know, 
definitely innovative at the time looking back at it but uh was it executed well definitely not um could they have made it better if they released the game and continue to build on it possibly um but like i said i think they made the right call because i I don't think people were ready for that i think most people would have been would have just gone back to the classic controls anyway because a lot of that stuff was based on NHL controls, the hockey game controls, which it doesn't really seem suited to a basketball game. And at the time, I remember some of us were thinking, well, that's a bit strange, but we'll give it a go. But mm-hmm. it, it it just didn't pan out. So I guess the other thing... Right, is- like shooting a layup, and sorry to interrupt, but like shooting a layup, you have to do this whole, I don't know, um, either like a right to up motion. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's right, it's... It's right up there it's with... It's like, not really do it in real life. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I, I think the only, the only thing that may be more awkward is uh, NBA All-Star Challenge on the Super Nintendo where you've got to press the shoot button once to jump and then press it again at the top of the jump to, to take the shot. <laughs> is uh, Yeah, because every other game, pretty much every other basketball game has been hold and release, has it not, for jump shooting? But it's but, but All-Star Challenge has, was, yeah, push once for jump, pushed again to release the shot. Very strange. I, I guess their mindset was probably like, okay, in real life you have to jump and then do the shooting motion. So it's two motions, two separate motions. But that's that's true, but in a game, doesn't yeah. But in a video game. <laughs> it, it doesn't really translate, no. So with, with that in mind, uh, did you get to see any any of the, the modes at all to check out uh, Become Legendary or anything like that? I, I wanted to, but... It to me, it I I just it was more of a time thing. Like I played mm-hmm. enough of the exhibition game that I knew that I wasn't gonna enjoy it, so I didn't bother. The only thing that I did check, and I posted like a short video of it, like off-screen video on on Twitter, was um, check out like some of the attributes from like the rosters and the stats and things like that, and. Someone told me that like it's the same on Live Ten. I have to go back and play Live Ten now and see. But um, for example, like the dunk rating, the only dunk rating that they had was from like the DNA ratings, and it's like a dunk. Um, gosh, live no, not liability or likelihood. Oh, dunk likelihood, like right? A, yeah. Right. So it's that was really strange to me. Like, why 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 isn't there just a regular dunk rating? You know, if there was a problem with dynamic DNAs, perhaps they did put a little bit too much. They they got away a little bit too much from the traditional ratings that perhaps really govern that kind of stuff. I mean, you look at all the ratings that 2K has these days, and even going back to 2K11, because I've been working on the roster update for 2K11, and yes, that is still in the pipeline, people. Um, (laughs) When will it be out? When when it's ready, and not a moment sooner. Um, It's it was really because last time I was working on roster updates, I was doing Live 08. Live 08 has 20 ratings. Like Live 2005-08 has 20 ratings. There's more than 20 ratings on a single page of, of multiple pages of multiple tabs of player attributes in 2K11 and even more these days. So the, the, there's much to be said for the traditional ratings. Uh, with I suppose with that in mind, if they had pulled out Live 10 again and just updated that for for the 2012 season, you know, that makes you wonder why they didn't just go back to that and why they tried to reinvent the wheel when... They ended up doing that a couple of times, and then Live 14 launched as it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when you look at 
look back at it now, they yeah, they could have easily done that. They, they could have just like released Live Ten pre patch, um, with like new rosters, with yeah. a couple of new, you know, all the rookies, and say, hey, check it out, we're back, Live Twelve, brand new game. Yeah. And, I would have loved it, man. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's one way to correct course, I suppose. Go back to the last game that worked and and, and build on that because it seemed they were building on something and then they just went away. And I, I think that has been one of the frustrating parts of of live, even in this comeback over the past what five six games, five six years that they've been doing it, is trying to build in that direction. And then, of course, the last couple of games going more to the street side of things, which I, I know, the one. yeah, and the one, and it hasn't really hasn't really appealed to me. As a game, I'd like to have that deeper ultimate team, the deeper franchise mode, and everything, and or at least have the the option. And and I haven't really played as much of Live 19 as I would have liked to that. And I think you've said you know you've said the same thing a couple of times on Twitter. I know I know you've uninstalled it a couple of times <laughs> out of frustration. Oh, I know. Yeah, I I have. This is like I have it installed now. It's the third time I've installed the game now, um, or reinstalled. And I keep telling myself, okay, this time no no more rage uh, deleting the game. Uh, <laughs> and just keep it, you know. I'll just keep it on the hard drive. I, yeah. have, I have enough space, so I don't see why I need to be rage deleting. But it was, it was making me that upset, man. That like, you know, I want to just be done with it, you know, so that I don't get upset. But you know, obviously, we're huge basketball fans and live fans, so we always end up coming back. Some of us do anyway. So, oh, what we do, and and we really, we really need to have at least a couple of strong sim oriented games to to come back to so, because 2k for all the great things 2k is doing there's also doing things that we're not that happy with and we've discussed those before in previous podcasts obviously so not having any alternative at all we've, we've seen how that's that goes with microtransactions and what happens when there's not enough competition or no competition at all unchecked and everything so it's it's something that we want to see and you and i having played live for so many years and we can remember when it was the brand leader or certainly very competitive in the space with, with 2k you know but you go back to Live 06. Uh, did you play Live 06 on uh, 360? Oh, man. I, I did. That was one of the uh, first games that like I, I... I mean, it's not anything to brag about because when 360 first came out, the achievements were really easy to max out. But I, like I maxed out... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like six achievements. But, uh, oh, I love that game. I don't, I don't know why. I It was so bare bones, but... I, I loved it back then, man. Uh, Gameplay's okay. It, it it doesn't play too badly. It's it's more the lack of features, I think, that really, really killed it. Right, exactly. Especially compared to the the previous gen version. Oh, PC, PC version of Live 06 is still one of my all time favorite games. It's, it's that deep across really? the board. One of the last uh, really fully featured NBA Live games, the PC, PS2, Xbox a version of it. Yeah, and they. And that, that's kind of we we talked about it, Ben and I, a couple of episodes ago, how how it got off on the wrong foot by doing that. So it was it was a real shame, um, and, and it, they kind of repeated that with Live Fourteen. I felt, you know, we we both put a lot of time into it. You put a lot of time in becoming Game of the Year, obviously, as we said at the top of the show. But and, and we were talking before we started recording, and and talking about how you really just adjust to games that aren't so great. You find a way to have fun with some of them, and I think we both did that with Live Fourteen. I did, man, and uh, I can tell you like a really quick funny story about Five Fourteen too. So, and why I even started playing it. So, uh, you know, when that game came out, 
you know the 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 new consoles had just come out, right? PS4, Xbox One. Yep, launch title. Yeah, and, uh, and that that but that title came out a couple of months after uh, 2K did. Am I? Do I remember correctly? I think it was a week, week and a half, something like that. Because I mean, so, oh, oh, okay. It was. I thought it was months. Okay, I think you're right. So, I initially like was playing. I, I mean, everyone was wild by 2K14. Like the the leap in graphics was amazing. I, I, some people still think 2K14 looks better than like the newer ones right now. Uh, you see that? Um, see that coming a lot, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the leap. And graphics was just phenomenal. And so I remember, you know, comparing 2K and live. And I, when I first saw live, someone streamed it. I, I literally, like, laughed out loud. Mm. I was like, this is so bad, <laughs> compared, especially compared to 2K. And I was like, man, I'm never going to play that game. I'm never going to play that game. And then the only reason why I even played it, man, is because um, I was playing my career mode or career mode on uh, 2K14. And I... I love the gameplay. I hated how it was so scripted. Yes. So I feel I felt like I had no control. And dude, I was one of the few streamers of that game. Like I remember when I first streamed it, like I had like hundreds of people watching me. And even like after that, like the honeymoon phase when the PS4 first came out, I would stream it and like late nights, like I would have mad people watching. And um, and I just like I quit, man. I just. It was so bad. The, the the scripted part was so rage inducing that I actually like deleted my my player and deleted the game. And then that's when I bought NBA Live and, and somehow fell in love with it, man. So it's well, crazy how that all started for me. Because it's, it did feel once you got used to the gameplay to a certain extent, you could make it work. And it had some good things like big moments. I think was a really big, really good idea for them where you could just mm-hmm. play those scenarios. It's, it's something I think they should bring back, actually, in Live 20, because that was that was a really good idea that they went away from. And, and Ultimate Team, that was my first time playing Ultimate Team, because I don't play FIFA or any of the other titles. So I, I, mm-hmm. I said I will never get into card collecting modes. I don't see the appeal, even though I collected trading cards back in the day. I'll, I'll never see... I'll never play that. And then I got into it, because it was a fun fantasy mode. And, it, and I still have enjoyed it in, current, in years uh, since then. And also a bit of my team as well, so I, I got into that. I, I've and I, I found a way to have fun. I guess because I, I didn't like what Two K had, had done that year with Two K fourteen, especially mm. like again with the, with the career mode because I I loved my career in Two K thirteen. That was the year I got into my career after being a franchise gamer for basically since franchise modes came into the game. So right, I like you and Ben and I discussed this last week when we talked about my career stories. That that first story. And it says in the introduction, no one's going to tell my story but me. And, well, not really, because everyone's going to get the story that's been scripted for them, basically. So <laughs> it's a bit, well, that was disappointing. So I ended up putting that aside and just playing Live 14. Actually, that year, I, what I did do, mentioning Live 06 on PC, went back and played my Bulls Dynasty in Live 06. That's what I did, because I ended up giving up on both games that year. So you, you definitely put in a lot more work than I did. So, yeah, <laughs> Live 14 game of the year. You know, you earned it, I think. <laughs> definitely man yeah and it's i don't know like i said it was it was a it was a nice surprise unexpected thing and you know i feel like that was the uh, innocent days of twitter nba live community of a handful um uh, while i'm happy to see it have grown uh 
yeah, I do miss those times when it was just like a few of us, man. It's it was it was fun times. It feels like they were doing more community initiatives at the time. Well, they they kind of returned to it with the courts of the week this year for the one courts, but so sort of hasn't haven't been having that game of the year. I don't think they had a live fifteen game of the year, did they? Uh, no, no, they they didn't have anything similar until um, this past year when they had um, game changers of the year. Mm. And uh, I don't know if you know, but like um, Mindframe, Music Mindframe ended up winning like the the NBA Gamer of the Year, so, yep. I mean um, Game Changer of the Year. So so that was cool. Hopefully they'll they'll continue that um, to give people an extra incentive to. Uh, keep supporting the game, giving feedback and all that. So, And that, that's important. We try to do our part as well, obviously, and, and you've waited on Twitter as as well. And it's it's one of the good things, I suppose, about these days with social media is that we do have that access to the developers that we didn't back in the day. And again, something else we were talking about, We, as you said, we should have started recording a lot earlier than we did because we had a great conversation going before we started <laughs> recording. Um, the, the whole thing with patches back in the day, you were lucky if you got a couple back in the day. And then you were luckier okay. still if you got you know, a second or third patch and they fixed a majority of the issues that you were worried about. And even luckier still if the second or the last patch, whatever it was, didn't mess up the game because Live 10 being a prime example, that second to last patch caused more issues than it really fixed. And that was what we're stuck with now. Yeah. No, it, I think there's definitely more positives than there are negatives, you know, with the social media, like you mentioned, and, and having the uh, connection with the, you know, directly with the developers. It's, it's definitely not something I take for granted, you know, um, and I try to be as respectful towards them. I mean, some of my indirect tweets may not be the most popular sometimes, but um, in the end, it's all out of love, though, man. Yeah. I mean, I just want it to be great. A lot of us, you know, it's the same thing. Even if you know, certain people may not word things um, in a more PC way. You know, yeah. it's the same thing. It's all it's all out of love, man. We just this, this is the one thing I always say, man. I just want to play a good game. That's right. I just want to play. So, well, well, that's something because obviously these days, one, one thing that has changed a bit is that the NBA Live versus NBA Two K rivalry, as it is among the fans, has really uh, that's heated up in recent years. I guess as Live has gotten a little bit better and made up a little bit of ground. There's a bit more vocal animosity between the two, and it's it, it's kind of. I mean, the the only really gaming war that I cared about was Super Nintendo versus uh, Mega Drive or Genesis, if you will. And, <laughs> and, and I was a Nintendo fanboy, so I was glad that uh, that the uh, big N won, basically. So, but but since <laughs> then, I, I I take the you know, the motto that I, that I have for the NLSC is. Um, Fans, not fanboys. Critics, not haters. And I feel that's the way to go. That's especially with giving, giving feedback, or even just in general. I mean, game is game, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you're always going to have your preference. Like, I always joke about, you know, being an Xbox. And, I mean, it's not even a joke. It's, it's legit. Like, I'm actually more of an Xbox fanboy than anything. But, obviously, I, I, I play on all consoles. You know, I have the PS4, the Switch, play on PC. So in the, in the end, I'm I'm just a gamer, you know. I just have, when it comes to consoles, my, my preference is Xbox. So, mm. and because uh, I was I was Xbox last generation. Uh, this this time, most people that I was going to play online with went PS4, which is why I went back and you know, I had PS2 
before that, so I went back to to PlayStation this generation. Just the mm-hmm. way it goes. I mean, I, I'm not really interested in, in a lot of the uh, exclusive titles, I suppose. So that's my other benefit that it, whatever I whatever I'm getting is either going to be on uh, PC or PS4. I can play it on either uh, console, either system, either platform. So yeah, I, I guess I don't get some of the the hatred and the rivalry and people. People focusing a lot on things that they don't play rather than the things they do. That's that's another thing that's, uh, you know, it's well, why do you, why do you care about the other game if you don't exactly. like it? So exactly, just just play what you play and enjoy what you enjoy. Amen. Don't worry what what, what others do. Yeah, because you know, going back to Live Fourteen, man, like you know, streaming that game, you know, me, um, uh, Swaggy were the ones to wanted to fuse. Um, SMG, this guy, SMG, uh, you know, whenever we would get on and stream, man, we, we had to deal with so many trolls. And honestly, like, it's, looking back at it, it's not really trolling because it's somewhat true when they used to say, like, man, this game looks like a PlayStation 2 game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, looking back at it now, it's really funny, but at the time, it was, like, just kind of annoying, you know, and uh, always had to, like, try to deflect those people in, like, the most positive way, but Sometimes it didn't work out like that, but yeah, that pretty much like every stream, you're like, "Damn, why are you playing this game? What, this game looks like a PS2 game." So. Yeah. Well, which I, st- I like, why do you care? Why even in the stream, just why, why are you watching? Go back yeah. And play? yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I do disagree with that in so much as I think it looks more like an Xbox 360 and a half game. It's kind of mine halfway <laughs> between. Like, if you if you go back to PS2, I did a, a Monday tip off article about this. If you get a PS2 screenshot and put it beside even Live 14. Or, or even live 1819 and people saying this looks like a ps2 game no it is definitely the ps2 could not handle that <laughs> but is it you know really is, you, don't, you don't think it's like borderline <laughs> I'll, I'll still i'll say 360 because because it looked like a bit of a jump when, when the live 14 previews came out and then 2k dropped the <laughs> omg trailer and it was all over basically for, for live 14 i, think, I, I just can't get the picture out of my head right now as you're talking man that that screenshot of russell Westbrook on live 14 it just looks like a ninja turtle dude yeah. it's so bad <laughs> so um, well, that's, that's why i had to get him as the cover player so they could scan him right <laughs> that's that's true <laughs> so we mentioned yeah. that uh that live has gotten better over the years and, and i stand by that i think live 18 19 have come a fairly long way since Live 14 and that they are very playable games despite still having some issues with animations, uh, control fluidity, depth of modes, etc. Uh, signature moves. You... Oh, signature moves. And, and we've got a few more with the new real play emotions, so that was nice, but it's still still obviously a lot of room for improvement, and we've, we've said that on previous shows and articles and on Twitter and whatnot. Uh, how, how do you feel about it, you know, coming from Live 14 and getting to the, to the point of you know, playing a bit of Live 19 and, and not feeling it, but as as far as the improvement, um, do you feel that they are on the right track uh, in broad strokes, if nothing else? I think they are tracking on the upside still. They, but if you if you try not to think about how long it's taken them, and you factor in like I mean I'm, I mean everyone just kind of assumes, including myself, like they, they don't have as big of a team as Two K, and it's probably true. It's most likely true, right? Yeah to factor that in because you know 2k has people that came from their past games that are now canceled right that's right um, yeah. and i mean they even picked up a few people from from your from your crew so you know like just great minds like bat like great basketball minds um 
which, so if you don't factor that in, yeah, yeah, the, uh, the the improvement is obvious, man. It's it's night and day. It's it's a good game. It's a good game. I and I honestly like. I, I've actually played a lot of. I haven't played nineteen as much um, after I got Icon Court Battles Icon. Mm-hmm. Um, but even after that, like I actually like was playing some franchise mode, and I was making a bunch of like ridiculous trades. Like I have like a super team now. <laughs> I have like a Golden State Warriors team on on my franchise. But I I, I spent a lot of time on 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 Live nineteen this year, and and I still think it is a good game. It's just difficult to sometimes um, enjoy it for what it is because. You know, you you have the the big baddie, two K nineteen, and when you play that, it's just like, oh my god, it's so much better. Yeah, and you want those things to be in live, and then people are like, man, you want why don't you just play two K? Then well, it's like, well, basketball is basketball. You're not copying anything from them. Yeah, and there are some so, things. There are some things that you need to have the staples of basketball gaming in twenty nineteen that you need to have. Absolutely, um, the deeper franchise mode, some of the some of the functionality right. in that's in my team needs to be an ultimate team. You can't have all the content because they've licensed Michael Jordan, Kobe, Kareem. They're all exclusive to 2K as I understand it. So you can't compete on that level. But just some of the functionality or even the ideas of pushing through content uh, is, is something you just need to do. And if, if you're going to compete with 2K, you need to do some of the things that 2K is doing because you're not, otherwise you're not going to bring people over. And, and Ben and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we said, where is this mythical... 10 million people who aren't already playing 2K that are going to play live as far as basketball gaming fans. Where, where is that going to come from? So I'm not sure, the, even if you're going for the younger audience, I feel you've got to do something that 2K is doing because the young people are playing 2K as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, when you mentioned, like you said, the, the functionality, man, that's that's a huge thing for for LUT. Like, LUT has basically been the same since it came out, man. It, that's like really it's kind of boiling me right now it's 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 frustrating um to not be able to create more than one lineup you basically have to clear your lineup to like make a new one you know yeah, yeah. I, I didn't play i haven't played my team much this year but i know you can create more than one lineup and i try not to even compare it to my team you know for someone that played uh mutt 18 a lot last yep. year it was the first only time i um i got what master achieved you spent a lot of time in that game and i enjoyed it i mean so you know take the functionality of 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 madden ultimate team and and bring it over to 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 lut man and uh, it, it would make the game so much better just for the functionality portion gameplay is a whole nother story <laughs> well i mean that's what it, so. what it comes down to that also needs to be ironed out no matter what mode you're playing obviously but I, I did. I felt that uh, Ultimate Team took a step back this year in live. That lot took a, a, a step back because I really enjoyed it last year. I, I had my retro lineup going. I had Scotty Pippen. Even paid some money to get that that uh, pack basically and got it. And like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll drop a bit of, uh, you know, I'll drop a bit of beer money every so often to buy a, a new pack and get because I was happy to do it because I was having a lot of fun with the mode. I was getting the players, right. but they went away from that approach this year. The packs haven't been as exciting. Uh, a lot of the challenge, uh, challenges are just very repetitive. Just play 15 to 30 games against the same squad over and over again for coins. It's. Have you fired up LUT at all uh, recently? Do you know how many challenges they have right now? How many? 
You, I'll, I'll let you take a guess. Total. Uh, including games across within the individual challenges or just different challenges? Uh, just like all total challenges in LUT. Like how many challenges you can actually still play right now. Because a lot of like the older ones are still available. They don't go away. Yeah. How many challenges? How, how many total challenges can you play in LUT 19? Uh, I'm guessing all up about 400. Woohoo! Times 10. Really? It's it's that much? Times 12, actually. Yeah, it, it was like at 4,900, bro. Wow. There's 4,900 challenges in LUT. Because it, it feels like they're all pretty much the same thing over and over again. I think that's what really has turned me off this year. Yeah, and there's too many cards. There's too many different cards where like the ratings does not make sense at all. And I'm not that big on LUT this year, but although other like LUT people that have played it has said the same thing. It's just way too many different cards. Well, those starter cards with their, their 60 overall and just have the terrible ratings that aren't really worth playing with, and they none of them can dunk because they don't have the right dunk packages either, and they haven't fixed that up, unfortunately. Because I, I did play a couple more games with the with those players just to do those early challenges, and that's that's why I just couldn't get into it. Um, yeah, I, I just feel I, I can't get into the mode this year because all the challenges just seem like a huge grind of the same thing over and over again, and I, I just can't I can't be bothered doing it when... You know, compared to last but year, words aren't worth it, right? Yeah, it's and of like course last year, yeah. words were great and it was laid out. You know what you were getting into. Yep. You know what you were gonna get by playing these challenges. So it was worth it. Here, oh, it's it was absolutely worth it. Yeah, it this year that the rewards aren't as good and it's the same game over and over again, which is yeah something they really need to address. And I really feel they need those multiple challenge modes like. Uh, like 2k has done with my team you know you, you've got your domination you've got the the triple threat you've got all the all the moments challenges the or weekly challenges all the different di- types of challenges and th- there's some repetition there obviously because there's only so much you can do it's, it's basketball at the end of the, <laughs> end of the day right. it's not like you can have a like, you can't really have like a bunch of different fallout quests where it's different storylines and everything it's it's, ba- it's it's playing basketball and trying to win a game but you can have different kinds of challenges and, and daily content and weekly content. And I feel like it, everything's kind of been pushed aside for the one and live events, which, I mean, is that the, is that the way the winds are blowing and we're just uh, the proverbial it's old heads? Or? It's a forgotten mode. Someone tweeted yesterday, I, I don't remember who, but like someone was saying, uh, I guess one of the developers for LUT tweeted, you know, some new content. And uh, this person on Twitter was like, tweeted at ea like why don't you guys tweet about this yeah i don't think they tweeted about lut at all this year at all i mean it's it it's it's mind-boggling man i don't get it it's just forgetting about it showing no support to their own game to their own mode um and then i I, before i forget i wanted to mention like it's funny you mentioned like you know like you said basketball is basketball but you can still make the challenges fun right oh yeah so i can't really speak but 19 this year because I don't know what kind of different challenges they have. But I had this idea years ago where like they could make it fun. Where like, and the idea that I came up with was off of Mutt, just from playing Mutt, where you can make fun challenges where you have to uh, get X amount of yards in order to, and also win to to complete the challenge. So like in basketball, like you could do like okay, you have to hit like five three pointers and then win the game. You know, those kind of challenges versus, like, playing an entire game to make it fun and make it interesting. 
doesn't my team have those kind of challenges, if I remember correctly? I mean, even in, in my little uh, time spent this year on, on my team, I think yeah, those the, kind the, of challenges. Those, right? are the, the, those are the moments challenges that they push through um, right. on a fairly regular basis. The, the other one, when at the end of the season, you could unlock a, a Dwayne, you could get a Dwayne Wade pack, or I think it was either MT or tokens for doing the Dirk game. Basically, you had to score as many points as they did in their in those games in their final games, and you would unlock the rewards. So it was it was a task. It was something to do. And, and live had big moments, so you could bring that concept back and incorporate big moments into into Ultimate Team because you do that with live events as well. Live events have got that. The idea with live events is to often some of them are, have challenges or there's daily challenges and things like that with the, with the live events to get extra uh, XP or whatever. So you could easily do the same thing with Ultimate Team, and, and I think they should. And it's it, it, I have noticed that, that there's not a lot of nothing nothing really that isn't talking about either the weekly roster updates, which is nice to get that information obviously, and, and the and the content and the roster updates and, and the and the uh, official patches, the title updates. But yeah, there's nothing else really about Ultimate Team, which is the other mode that you could push through money through, push content through, I should say. And, and interesting enough, it's the only mode in the game that's uh, pay to win that has microtransactions. So you'd think they'd be pushing it a bit more to get the revenue to, to you know offset the cost of the game. Yeah, yeah, I just I don't get it, man. I don't get why it's it's just being basically totally ignored. I I, I really don't think they've tweeted about that mode once at all this year i know they're trying to push court battles and the one but it doesn't mean you should just completely ignore you know the other modes well, it's, <laughs> the, it's, the one that makes you money that or could could make you more money and it's, you know? it's not for everyone obviously so you, you really have to have that diverse deep product and that's what i've said for, for years now why, why i feel it is such a mistake to uh to only focus on on that but and again is, is this what what demographic are they going for this small niche demographic that's only interested in those modes yeah, I, I, it, it seems like it, man. They're, you know, they're, they're going for like the younger crowd um, that enjoy like the street modes, and that's probably why there's more focus on the one um, court battles. Uh, I mean, they can they can take some of the the uh, ideas they have um, in court battles over into LUT. I think I've even seen people say like they should they should make it like a combined mode. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, I mean, it's, so. it's, it's using a very similar concept of collecting players, is it not? I mean, and, and now, of course, they've got right. the NBA Street uh, event this week, which I had a few goes at and just didn't work out well. Unfortunately, didn't get paired up with some of the most uh, uh, competent teammates, unfortunately, in, in online. And I, I saw a couple of people in, with, with icon badges and like oh great you know this is going to go well you know i, I probably won't even have to do much <laughs> touch the wall all i need to do is just defend and then somehow we blew eight games in a row and like i'd said that that's enough i've, I've had enough i'll try and unlock stretch another time <laughs> i just can't have another go today um, i mean yeah. that, that that's a big thing with with the push towards online gaming you know i suppose growing up you know us being a bit older we remember the franchise modes and how exciting it was to have that single player experience, us against the CPU, us living out our GM fantasies, and you know you're doing the franchise in in Live 19 and doing all the crazy trades. That's what we loved, and now it's all about the online competitive scene and the NBA 2K League. So it's I guess there is that shift in the in the demographic that they have to uh, go for it at, to a certain extent. But uh, yeah, but that doesn't mean you should just completely ignore the. 
I guess we should, I can't think of any other term. The older <laughs> demographic, the old heads. Yeah, pretty. I mean, that's that's pretty much what we, what we are. Right? Yeah. <laughs> because you're you like I said, you know, or like we mentioned, you know, two K pleases everyone. You know, you want to be a franchise guy, play the CPU, you can do that. You can, you want to be a GM, you can do that. Or you want to be a park guy, you can do that. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. options are there and. And I know, like we've mentioned before, that obviously, like they have a bigger team, and they've had the game running for how many years now? So they've just been building and building and building, and and live had to start over. But um, live hasn't shown any love towards the franchise, <laughs> uh, and like the OGs, like us, yeah. Um, and they need to honestly, they they need to have a complete game, unless. Unless they want to go, uh, I had this idea before Andrew, um, thinking about how they can make live popular again. They they might have to go free to play, man. <laughs> to be honest with you, I mean, um, look what they've done. NBA Live Mobile has been very successful, so it, it's a it's a crazy right. idea. But would they consider it? Uh, I I think they should consider it, or sell the game at like half the price in the beginning because selling it selling the game at 60 and then like two weeks later or a month later having it drop to like 20 or or less it's it's frustrating to a lot of people especially those that are like doing giveaways oh yeah um, yeah yeah. absolutely like maybe if it's a logistic thing or an nba thing where they can't sell it for that less I, i i doubt it because, you know, they were able to do that before. Mm. Uh, wasn't NBA Live 13 going to release as a digital-only release for, like, $20? Oh, I can't remember Sorry, that. Remember. Or, or, or was, that, was that a rumor? I, I you know what? I'd, I'd have to find an article and link you later on Twitter, but I'm pretty sure that was an actual thing. I remember reading an article, I think actually from GameStop or GameSpot, um, that when NBA Live 13 was about to release, it was going to release as a digital only game, and at a discounted price. So yeah, that, that I mean, I'm just familiar. I mean, more... I'm surprised you don't know. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know. I, I, well, I, I've written a lot of news articles, man, over the years. So <laughs> it all starts to blend together after a while. I, I mean, I remember the the, the the drive to NBA Live, obviously, a couple of years ago when that was supposed to be a thing, mm-hmm. and that was just, yeah. you know, it, it didn't. Uh, ben, because Ben pl- went to the community event that year, went to a, a, one of the community events that year and, and played and saw what it was going to be. And apparently Live 18 came such, did come such a far way, a long way from that, that they just decided to push it ahead, which was for the best, because I don't think a game released halfway through the season was going to do particularly well, unless it was going to be free to play or $10, $20, something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I'd have to go back and look at that, uh, because the more the more I think think about it, the more you said I I do remember those reports about something about it being a digital only release, and uh, then of course it was cancelled, ultimately cancelled. Uh, right. Speaking of basketball games, have, have you played any of the NBA Two K Playgrounds too at all, or the original Playgrounds? I only played a little bit of the original, um, and I can't justify spending money on on Playgrounds too, man. Mm. Just it's funny that like I want NBA Street to come back, but I haven't played. NBA playgrounds because it's fairly similar, but um, well, yeah, it, no. I, to answer your question, no, I haven't played it at all. Have you? 
Uh, yeah, I, I do have both, and I got two K playgrounds too this this year, and because uh, my cousin was coming down to uh, to stay stay overnight, and we we're gonna have a uh, old school gaming session, despite being old men in our mid thirties. Is, um, is it any good? Is it worth checking out? It's solid. It's a it's a fairly solid game. It's I still feel in many ways it's a poor man's NBA Jam, which being such a fan of NBA Jam is a bit disappointing that it's not quite Jam, not quite Street, and not quite as good as either of them. Uh, it's it's fun enough. Uh, I, it's it comes down to the whole thing of having to unlock all the players and then also improve their ratings as well. So even if you pay for the roster unlock DLC, which I think is about ten dollars or something like that, um, which I mean, that's a whole other thing, isn't it? These days, DLC and, and everything. Did they have that on two as well? Didn't they have that on the first one where you have you can pay uh, to unlock all the all the players? I guess they did, and it was funny because people were complaining about it, but people were also asking for it. So you can never really please anyone in that respect, I suppose. You know, gamers, yeah. what are you going to do? Uh, so I, I got the roster unlock, but you've still got to grind up all the players from bronze all the way up to diamond to actually get their full ratings. So there's a lot of unlocking stuff. By the time you've unlocked everything. I feel you pretty much get sick of the game. That's I, I have a love-hate relationship with unlockables across the board for that reason. Uh, my classic example is um, what was the what was the second game, the second SmackDown game on PS2? Um, shut your mouth. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm not that used to wrestling. <laughs> no, shut your mouth, basically. <laughs> so, not you. Shut your mouth. The title of the game. Um, WF SmackDown um, at the time. WF. I think it was still WWE at the time, but anyway, oh no, WWE. It was WWE. They'd gone to it. Um, WWE SmackDown. Shut your mouth. Basically, you had to play through the season mode, probably about five or ten times between five and ten times to actually unlock everything, because you basically would unlock things at various points of the story and at different events, but you could only choose one to unlock. So, yeah, you had to play through it multiple times just to get. By the time you unlocked everything, you were well sick of the game. And I, I, that's why I've always felt that unlockables are something you've got to treat very carefully in, uh, in video games in general. And it, that, that's my, one of my biggest problems with 2K Playgrounds 2. The gameplay is okay. It's solid, fun enough, as I said. But it's, if, if, you did want, if you were interested, you know, it's, it's probably worth picking up on sale. Uh, I'm not sure that it's even... Because it's, it, it went up in price this year because they added a few more things to it. And, of course, the Legends and 2K as well. The price tag went up. But... <laughs> If it's on special, I do think it is worth checking out. Um, it's probably not got quite enough content for what it's what the, what the usual price tag is, though, unfortunately. And, and of course, in Australia, it's even more expensive. So that's that's just the way it goes in Australia, unfortunately. I, I still have uh, NBA Jam on Fire Edition on the 360, man. Oh, I love it's, it. I love the game. Yeah. I have. I feel like playing some kind of game like that. I'll, I'll just. I'd rather just fire that up. And honestly, with the way like my team and ultimate team games are, are now you know it's like it's like playing that kind of game because of like the throwback players <laughs> you know oh, the oh, old pre- rosters pretty much and i and i've you know indulges the nostalgia on a couple of different levels and i you know i sometimes wonder because i, I am 34 um turning 35 this year and i've been running the nlc for 18 years i, I have no plans to to stop anytime soon but there are times when i do wonder well how long will i run it and how long will i continue to to enjoy possible video games. Uh, do you get that at all? I mean, uh, you, you're not... It's, it's funny you ask, man. Uh, I don't know if you've seen my tweets about my gaming habits lately, but... Um, and I don't know if it has anything to do with me getting back into um, working out 
I started literally like on April first. Uh, but since then, like my gaming time has dwindled, and it's gotten like lower and lower with each passing week. Um, and so I started questioning myself whether it's it's coming that that time, you know, that that I, I've that I've been uh, I've feared for a while whether <laughs> going to be a gamer for life or not because I always tell myself. Yeah, gamer for life. Yes, you right, know, yeah. I, I don't have arthritis or something, and I can't play anymore. Um, I don't know, man. I I feel like it's 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 coming. Um, so it's not just even about basketball; it's just gaming in general. Um, I think right now it's definitely just slowing down. I don't think I don't feel like I'm done yet because I still have interest and I still fire up games. Um, but I'm definitely not playing as much these days, bro. And it's it's sad. It's so sad. <laughs> I mean, I guess to, to throw some Blink-182 lyrics out there, uh, well, I guess this is growing up. Um, damn it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, well, well, I think you're getting old sucks. <laughs> so I, I mean, I'm still playing uh, fairly often, and I played a couple of games just today on, on Saturday here, Australia time. So, I, I, I but... But like you say, that, that, that slowing down that you notice, and I, one of the reasons I stopped modding the rosters is I, I stopped the year I turned, um, well, the, the year before I turned 30, actually, and I kind of wanted, you know, do I still want to be making mods for games? And I'm not saying it's a childish habit, but having done it for since I was 14 and, and discovered the online community, 13 and 14, discovered the online community and the NLSC when it was being run by Tim Lutz and Brian, of course, and having done the modding for so long, just thinking, is this really... Do I, you know, at 29, do I really want to be doing this anymore? Especially because I was modding games that had been outdated for a few years as well. And um, I, I think the big thing was doing the age fix for NBA Live 2005 and realizing I had to a- advance everyone's ages for eight years at the time and thinking, <laughs> that's, yeah, man, that, that, this, is, um, this is how old the game is and I'm still, and this is how old I am and <laughs> this is how many people are playing it and I'm still doing updates for it. But... There is a certain charm in modding old games as there is to going back and playing them, I think. It's it's a very familiar feeling of firing up the old tools and seeing, oh yeah, this is how it all changes around and everything. And it's why a couple of weeks ago I went back and did a director's cut, uh, I guess, um, uh, update for a couple of my NBA Live 96 mods. And I think they've got about 10, nice. down- about 10 downloads in a month. And like, you know what? It, it was a couple of hours out of the day and I felt like messing around with the old tools and indulging in nostalgia that's fine. I'm, I'm just glad somebody was able to give it a look and fire up in DOSBox and see how it goes. Um, but, but yeah, it does get to that point where you, you understand and people say, oh, well, you know, why aren't you modding anymore? And they say, well, the people not modding as much. And it's, you just kind of get sick of it. And I guess as a, as a, as a content creator, you, of any kind, I, I think it's, you get to a point where, yeah, you just burn out of as much as anything else. And you just feel like, uh, maybe just enjoying the games or maybe enjoying something else. And yeah, like you say, going in and working out and getting those endorphins sometimes a bit better than yelling at the screen when the game screws you over. Yeah, or just like Netflix and chilling, man. Yeah. You know, after a long day, just, just unwind. I mean, yeah, games was part of that for me, obviously, but I don't know. I guess uh, before my gaming time started dwindling, like I was kind of getting back into like the online competitive scene, not with sports but with uh shooters mm. so 
Um, so that was fun, you know, playing like Apex Legends and uh, Battlefield um, Battle Royale mode Firestorm. Um, but you know, it's not really like that kind of game where you just kind of unwind. You you know, you, you you get more worked up playing those games, and you get fired up if you're competitive like I am. So uh, how would you, you compare? Know, it's, it's... Sorry, how would how would you compare okay. the communities? Between uh, like between the basketball gaming community to other gaming communities, as far as friendliness, toxicity, uh, general demeanor, that kind of thing, are, are we kind of our own animal in that respect, or is it much of a muchness wherever you go? I mean, I don't really follow it like I do on social media with like shooter games, um, but if you want to compare it to like actually playing people online, uh, it's uh it's it's i don't know i I would say it's it's mixed not quite sure if it's like 50 50 where you're playing with random good people that just want to have a good time or random people probably really young that just want to troll and yell at you (laughs) and and be pissy and uh so yeah i've run into both um yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much different the, the basketball and, and other games like shooter communities are. Uh, I don't know, man. You, you you mentioned that like even like basketball gaming or sports gaming is kind of like a niche genre. Um, yeah. I, I think honestly, if I just want to take a guess, it's it's probably worse <laughs> in, in 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 the shooters community. Well, well it's you know- probably. Will be more toxic. <laughs> See, I mean, back you talk about shooters. Back in the day, you playing GoldenEye Double Seven on Nintendo sixty four. You know, you had to play that with friends in the room, so you had to get along with people because you you were in striking <laughs> you were in striking distance. If you if you were a shit, you know, <laughs> your friends were going <laughs> to let you know, you know, with a thump, or you, or you weren't going to get invited back. Whereas these days, with with online, of course, there isn't that that uh, camaraderie. There isn't that goodwill, I suppose, which is which is kind of a shame, but. In saying that, you, you either sound uh, overly sensitive or overly old, or both. So I guess I'm an overly sensitive old person these days. But uh, it's it is quite refreshing when you see people who uh, who are playing with some level of, of competitiveness and sportsmanship online. I had a, had a game the other night when a couple of our randoms quit or fouled out, and it was just uh, Ben and I left, and th- they were up because the, the randoms were just not playing, not really taking it seriously at all. Uh, we were down by twenty or thirty in the fourth. It was not. It was a rough game, basically, and they were still triple teaming me in the backcourt with a couple of minutes left. And I'm th- trying to bring the ball up and like, you know, guys or girls, you know, wh- whoever you are, kids playing the game. I will. I will go out and live and say it's kids. The game is over. You know, just let's play it out. You know, if you're still triple teaming, triple teaming me in the uh, backcourt. <laughs> They were tryhards, huh? <laughs> it's like I'm the I'm the last, and then then Ben fouls out. I'm the last user standing, and they just you know all ganging up on me, and I'm like, really? You're you're going to win this game? We could just we could just play this out, but no, it's it's all about the uh, the trolling and the the rubbing it in, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's good, but um, yeah, so it it is definitely a mixed bag. But but interestingly, I have found the Rocket League community is very pretty friendly, at least on PC and in my. Um, I mean, I haven't played with a lot of randoms. I've usually played with a friend, but I've played against them, and it's in the the chat even. It's 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 pretty uh, pretty sportsmanlike. It's it's quite surprising. Yeah, I did hear that too. Uh, I think from my son. Uh, yeah, there's a lot, it's a good community there where people are like willing to help you. And uh, you know, say say you know, nice move, you know, nice shot, things like that. It's it's yeah. I was I was quite surprised, and it's 
I don't think we really need a chat box on 2K, though. <laughs> if, if nothing else, some of the usernames I encounter, I don't know if I really want to hear from the people that uh, that made those screen names. <laughs> nah, that's, that's a passport for me too, man. <laughs> so you don't you don't play that much online now, or? Um, no, I I really just haven't played um, sports games in general on online this year. Uh, just wasn't interested, which is Smart. I don't know if it was burnout from last year because um, I, I played a lot uh, more of Madden online, but only because I was basically forced to in order to achieve Mutt Master. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played a lot of online games on on Madden last year, um, and it was sort of, it was sort of a comeback too because like before that I wasn't playing much online either. So uh, so yeah, I went back to like being an offline. Um, sports gamer this year, so no, I haven't played much at all. That's 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 what's smart. It's smart. That's what that is. Basically, <laughs> avoiding the frustration of of, uh, of online. And again, if the game does allow you to have that deep offline experience, is why you still need to have it. If it does allow that, then you can pick and choose whether you want to go online and take take your pick and take, try your luck with uh, the quality of teammates and opponents alike, or whether you just want to stick to stick to the franchise or, or the card collecting mode. Although my team. Did has the last couple of years implemented a system where you need to play the online modes in order to unlock? <laughs> it did. It did. The auction the, house. The so. game. Yeah, I was forced to play online. Yeah, that I wasn't a big fan of that, but <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Now that you bring it up, um, they, yeah, they, we were, they we changed forced, it. They <laughs> that they've patched it so that you don't have to win the game because. And oh. Of course, wow. So now, now you only have to play the game, which. Well, people say, oh, well, you know, that's making it easy. It's like, yeah, but you play online and then you're trying to win a game and then people rage quit and you don't get the win. It doesn't count as a win, so you don't unlock it. You know, you've you got to rely on other people being good game, you know, good sports and everything. It's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you can't have that or, or people having a good connection or something. You, you really can't uh, enforce that as much. So I, I think that's something they need to do away with. But I, I guess it's also a measure against people who really try and crash the market and, and hack the market with the with the cards? Yeah. I mean, I get why they do it. Just don't agree with it. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> just... So see where, you're coming, see where you're coming from, but no, just no. Yeah, hopefully they don't do that next year. Although, I don't know. I, I, I keep telling myself that I'm taking a break from, from uh, sports video games this year, man. So I'm not even sure if I'm going to be buying... Um, any of the new sports titles coming out the only ones that i will i will, I will say that i will play uh is definitely madden and fifa and that's because that's only because uh, i'm keeping my origin access premiere subscription for oh, yeah. pc yep and those those two two games are are part of that so um i'll fire those up for sure oh, uh, so you you have madden on pc do you oh i do and it's oh it's glorious man I mean, you, you, you've got a, you've got a beastly rig, you know, just to uh, to rub it in. I mean, I'm running it on like um, ultra wide, and it has ultra wide support, and like 100 plus frames. It's so smooth. I mean, the console version is great too, man. If you have an Xbox One X, it's it's butter 60 frames per second for the most part. But uh, playing it on on 21 by nine aspect, the ultra wide, it's oh man, it's so nice, especially for football. Even on 2K, um, when you're playing it on a 2K camera, you know you, you have that extra real estate. 
and you can actually see your shot meter if you're shooting in like a corner or a, a corner three, <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's, uh, just a lot of benefits to it. So has, has the modding community taken off? Have we seen anything with that? Have we obviously returning to PC? That was a big thing. The, the idea of mods returning and why we want to see live come back to PC as well. Has there been any oh, progress in modding I, or? Uh, there's a college football mod that was being worked on and I followed them on Twitter, but, um, I haven't seen any progress recently, but I don't, I don't know if they're done with it or not, but there were people that were working on, on, on like a college football mod for Madden. It looked awesome, man. Cause that's the big thing. I mean, it's one thing to have the game on PC, but if the files can't be, can't be modified, I mean, we've had that issue in the 2k with, with NBA 2K PC, where the, the files have been difficult, the rosters, we have to use Cheat Engine and other things and be careful about it that you don't get banned for using Cheat Engine and other modifiers mm. to... You're not trying to cheat online, you're just trying to use it to change values in the roster that you can't edit uh, within the in-game roster editing. So it, it's become more complicated, whereas in the past we had Vlad. Of course, Vlad's now working for 2K. Uh, did actually release one last version of Red MC and, and Redditor 2, which are completely free now. I mentioned that a couple of uh, when that happened a couple of um, months ago. Around, actually, it was around Christmas time, which is a nice Christmas present for the modding community to for that to happen. But th- those tools were just so instrumental in the Ultimate Base roster and all those mods that have, and you know, more recently, um, UR Basketball, j- just so important for making these huge mods that really got people who were traditionally console gamers into playing PC again, or, or for the first time. I mean, there were. When uh, Ultimate Base Roster came out for 2K12, I remember people saying, uh, you know, it got some press, I think. Uh, I forget which side it might have been. Polygon picked it up and, and talked about it. And people saying, oh, you know, I actually have to go and get the PC version when it's on sale just so I can play with the, this, this awesome mod. So it's, I mean, modding has been such a big part of the community at the NLSC. I, you know, I don't need to tell anyone around these parts uh, that. But if, if, the mod, if the Madden modding community is kind of taking off, that really may be good news if it does come back to to pc nba live that is because we're going to need the tools and if there can be resources that can be shared between the two so much the better yeah definitely man uh and oh my god i i i think i would have tears of joy if if live 20 comes out on pc or if it ever comes back um i i know we've all begged for it to come back man but i i, I hope they're listening you know i, I know I know they still got an uphill battle, but I mean, do you think it would be difficult for them to port it from console to PC? I don't. I feel like it wouldn't be. I I, don't, I can't see that it would be that difficult, really. I mean, they used to do it back in the PS2 days, and that's right, and and, and such. So it and and the modern consoles are much closer to CPU to PC architecture as well. So surely there's going to be less of an issue. I mean, again, 2K's got the bigger team, but so that. They, they can afford to do it and even if it's a digital only release through origin i mean i think people would just be happy to have it you know people aren't don't love having multiple uh platforms as the whole epic store controversy at the moment really goes to show <laughs> how much people yeah, really deal if it's just origin only i mean i mean that's where madden is now i mean yeah. it's only for origin, so it's and not a big deal and of course uh, 2k does it through steam only Th- thankfully just through through the steam platform which uh, <laughs> you know People, would, I suppose, the only problem with with that is that it's harder to collect digital. Like, there's a lot of people who missed it because now they've taken fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. I think seventeen might still be there, but the first three um, next gen 
ports to PC, which started with the two with two K fifteen, um, that, that's no longer available on Steam. Uh, I guess through licensing issues and everything, and a lot of the players who are in that game and some of them not in the NBA anymore, so therefore can't be in, included in games. I guess is, is what it comes down to. But uh, why do you uh, do that? So you can't buy those games off of Steam anymore. Well, they've also shut down the servers for those games, I suppose. So it's, I guess, two K. It won't be long till two K seventeen is removed, I imagine, because two K seventeen servers went off um, December thirty first last year. So, oh. I, I imagine it comes down to that as well as the licensing issues. But it, it is, it is a shame, and it's. Uh, I, I still need to get myself a physical copy of Live nineteen because I've got physical copies of everything, um, for, for console anyway, um, and, I, and I'd like to have that as in the collection. But unfortunately, in Australia, it's digital only. And it's it, it's handy, I suppose, but I I still like having that thing, that that case to display on the shelf. Oh yeah, yeah, especially if you're a collector like I am, yeah. So maybe I can help you out with that, man. Ship you over a copy there. Oh, if you, if you could like... look, if you could look at a you know affordable copy, it definitely would be uh, yeah obliged to uh, to shoot some money away to get that to me. Oh but, yeah, um, it, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm willing to help you out, man. You can probably get a new copy for like ten dollars nowadays. So. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> Add to your collection, man. So as as we wrap up here, looking ahead to NBA Live Twenty um, and NBA Two K Twenty, um, you mentioned possibly taking a, a year off the sports games, except for um, except for a couple. Uh, how optimistic do you feel about the future of basketball gaming? Um. I'm fairly optimistic, mm-hmm. I got to say, um, especially when you have people on the 2K side like Mike Wang, you know, shooting out tweets, asking for ideas. So, you know, they're in that, they got to be in that crunch time, right? Where they, any changes they're going to make, they got to make now. That's right, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, got to patch out B-Fresh and uh, <laughs> patch in the new B-Fresh. <laughs> yeah man <laughs> oh my god um i don't know i i think it might be a good year this year uh and then with live 20 um i haven't seen many people m- mention this again but i'm assuming they're getting help from from that madrid studio that's 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 gonna be working on it as well ea madrid and uh, ea tiburon that that's our understanding based on that report anyway Right. So, uh, have you heard anything on on what they're helping with or what they're working on? Not nothing specific yet. Uh, I, I would I would hope maybe modes possibly if if, the, if they're doing most of the gameplay and the uh, likeness likeness rights likeness um, you know, capture and everything would be done obviously locally uh, domestically rather in uh, in the US and in Tiburon and when they go out. So I, I'm hoping that they can help expand the modes because that. I know the gameplay does still have room for improvement. And I've said this many times before in podcasts and articles, but just fleshing out those modes give me a reason to be hooked, especially after Live 19 felt a disappointment with Ultimate Team and Franchise uh, for me. I, there just can't be no... There can't be any more next year, I think, on some of these improvements. So I think I think Live 20... But I also feel like I've been saying that for like the last three years. Well, it's that's the, yeah, absolutely. I feel like we've been saying that since live fifteen, right? You know, it's some of these things have become very. It's got to be this year. It's got to be the following yeah. year. It's got to be, you know, it's like back to square one. But, but how, uh, how many more years can we say that before the community just does decide, you know, 
does does lose all optimism, which is you know we'll have to wait and see. But I mean, I... seeing some people like switching, man, uh, like making the switch to to two K and just completely abandoning live. So I think this year is really the year where they really just they gotta they gotta get it right, man. It's um, it's, it's got to be a big year and. Two uh, two K, I think, is is going to do another fine product, but uh, oh, I just wonder about whether we're going to get back to those microtransactions really just <laughs> taking over the whole game. I mean, not the two K nineteen is bereft of them, but they, they did at least pull back after two K eighteen. The review bombing that was really that was bad. I, I don't think I've ever seen a backlash like that against two K at least. It's 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 going to continue to be there. It may not uh, advertises that much. It's, it might be like more hidden mm. but it's got to be uh because because you know people are spending money obviously on on microtransactions so as long as people keep spending that money you know why would they take any of those things away right well that's right no, I, I suppose so, old, old heads like you and me we can just go down to the arcade and put our pennies in the, in the machine that's there's our <laughs> there's our microtransactions for you actually just grind or if it's too grindy we just play another mode where it doesn't require any vc like franchise modes <laughs> you know shout out and to still my, have a good yeah time. shout out to my league and all the work that leftos does on and his team on that because that's we see the people going that's over this uh, this mj release uh was it yesterday yep galaxy yep. opal mj with like how many badges like the best 30, card th- ever. 30 badges and like 99s and 98s in a lot of categories, yeah. Right, which are all deserving for him. He's the GOAT, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we only think yeah, that be- we, we only think that because we grew up as old heads in the uh, plumber and dentist era, right? You know, it's... Right, right, because some people think DeMar DeRozan's game is the same as Jordan, so... <laughs> so, the GOAT, what, the, the greatest optometrist of all time, you mean? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, man. Uh, I, it's it's obvious. Two K is gonna continue to be good. Um, it's always gonna be like people that aren't gonna like it, but ultimately, it, it's they they have such a deep game, man. It they can't mess it up. <laughs> you know, it's it's gonna be hard for them to mess it up completely anyway, right? Um, and if uh, they do, they have such a huge team that can patch things up. Um, I, I mean, unless they make a shooting mechanic where you got to push shoot once and then twice to release, like All Star Challenge, <laughs> they'll, they'll probably be okay. Right. Yeah, yeah pl- pl- please nobody suggest that on Twitter to them. It's just we don't need to see that again. It's, you know, I'm, I'm I'm very nostalgic for some things, Izzy, but other things they need to stay in the past, and that may be one thing that we can we can leave that one behind in 1992. I, I agree. I agree. How about you, man, Andrew? I want to throw it back to you. How, how do you feel about the upcoming titles? I, f- I feel a bit more optimistic after about live when they added injuries in that last patch or the second to last patch because that suggested to me that they were looking at more the NBA side of things and that maybe that's going to be a bit of a bigger focus moving forward. So I, th- I think there's at least a chance. And also with the EA Madrid studio, we might see a little bit more. Uh, I do think Live 20 has to be a big year for them and it's i think it's the last year of their agreement with the nba as well so i think they really need to make that a big product to see whether the, the, it's going to continue as a license even because uh, 2k just paid what a billion dollars to uh for the, for the licensing rights to the nba uh earlier this Somebody, year for like seven, for the next seven years right yeah 
So whether EA is going to make that investment in, in NBA Live, you know, because it hasn't sold, I think it's it's increased in sales each year, but it's not done astronomical figures. So nowhere near 2K sales figures, right? So mm-hmm. whether they're going to make that investment, I hope they do. I really do hope that Live 20 comes through and is that next big jump, because uh, I, I felt Live 18 was a big jump in many ways, and then Live 19 eh, went in a direction that I didn't love, but I think has also been better in some ways as well and saw a bit more improvement here and there. But there is still room for improvement. I hope they will continue. I hope they stick with it. I know there's dedicated people working on the game, so I'm optimistic about it. Cautiously so. Uh, 2K, I don't have as many worries about as far as the quality of the product. Again, it's just how much of a gouge it's going to be. But next year might be finally the year that I do go back to uh, uh, go back to, the, to my league, go back to these, the franchise modes because just a lot of the changes... Just a lot of the changes they've made to online and how much gatekeeping there is if you're not the hardcore, you know, w- want to be in the 2K League kind of uh, gamer. It's getting to the point where, well, do I need to, if I'm not going to play online, do I want to play my career to build up a player? Because that's why I've been playing my career to build up a player to use online. If I'm not going to play online, then I don't need to, to worry about, uh, you know, VC or anything like that. Um, I think 2K20 is going to deliver, going to be a big game. Uh, Live 20. Cautiously optimistic, cautiously. So, fing- fingers crossed, and certainly, we'll, you know, we'll be doing our part as a community and our part of the community to, to shoot along the feedback. And we sent in the wish list, and it was uh, gratefully received, and and everything. So, we can but hope that uh, that it all pans out. But uh, oh, would- so, man, I'm always going to cheer for the franchise. You know, um, it's the game I grew yeah, up with. Uh, so you know, it's well, exactly. Yeah, it's a game we grew up with. So, um, uh, yeah, I'll, I know we're trying to close here, but I, just one thing that just came to my mind, uh, going back to gameplay with Live 19, uh, one of my recent frustrations with it, um, and I posted a, a short video of this, seeing uh, street moves in an NBA game. Yes. Uh, where my player... You know, this, oh yeah, we discussed this. We had this discussion. Yeah, so when our player made like a you know a ridiculous, unnecessary between the opponent's legs, uh, five hole, I guess, pass. Yeah. Um, bounce pass versus just like a regular like wrap around pass to make to make sure that the ball uh, didn't get stolen. Um, yeah, seeing things like that, and I'm sh- and I know for sure like those kind of things were a result of like the patches. It's frustrating because, like I said um, earlier, I, I, I enjoy playing live initially, court battles, franchise. And then I feel like after so many patches, like, it actually, gameplay-wise, uh, on the NBA side, not the one, it, it got worse. They started putting, like, a lot of those, the professor moves within the NBA portion. And I don't, I don't like that, man. I want to I wanna be able to, like, separate those um street moves from 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 the uh nba side definitely it, you know i guess we're advocating a, a separation of uh league and street at the moment um i think 2k does that pretty well with the playground i mean you get some issues a crossover between both but a lot of the the craziest moves from the playground can only be found in the playground so i think if they they need to restrict those moves into the Streets World Tour, to the even the live events, I suppose, and just really focus on that NBA side of things. I just think it's so important to be to have that good NBA game as well as all the other the, the hooks. I, I think the streets should be a hook rather than the 
the whole game because if you're going to do that, you might as well bring back NBA Street, which I'd be in favour of, as long, along with NBA Jam. Um, you know, I, yeah. I wonder, wonder if, they, wonder if they're building up to that with acknowledging this anniversary of uh, Street Volume. Is it Street Volume Two there? They're celebrating, isn't it? The, the anniversary, the 15th anniversary of Street Volume Two. I believe so. Yeah, and it's not the first time they brought him. Um, had him feature, featured in the Stretch, game, right? Yeah. Didn't they have last year as well. Oh, I think I think so. Maybe in one of the events. So it's yeah, it's definitely not the first time. So I mean, I've 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 thrown this idea before, and I, I saw a huge discussion about you know NBA Street coming back and how it's not really going to help. Well, it wouldn't. I, I don't I don't think it would hurt the game. You know, if they had it packaged within the game, even if they just remastered um, Volume Two, for example, mm. and had it packaged as part of like NBA Live Twenty as an extra incentive. To be like, hey, you buy the game, or if you pre-order the game, you get NBA Street Volume Two remastered with it. You know what I'm just, saying? So, just just got to handle it a little bit better than uh, Elite Eleven and Jam. That, that didn't work out so well, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, something like that. You know, it's just it's just an extra incentive. It's not going to hurt it, even if not a lot of people are interested in it. You know, it, it could certain it can do it. It can help more than do harm, right? A- absolutely. So. <laughs> no, why not? You know, make Live Twenty a big year. I I hope they do it, man. I hope they they I hope they do something like that. I would, I would actually buy NBA Live. Tw- I'm gonna put this on record. Yep. I'll buy this. <laughs> I'll buy this version of NBA Live Twenty if they packaged it with either a, a new NBA Street or a remaster. Make they it happen. Make I'll it order. Make it happen, EA. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Just, and, just, and, and, just... and, and, and throw in a PC version there as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, yes, that's the other thing. Yeah, we'll all, we'll all buy PCs. We'll all buy new PCs to play the PC version, or or, <laughs> or perhaps more likely complain that our uh, system from two thousand five doesn't run it. That can't guarantee. Can't guarantee there won't be a few laptop users saying that they can't run the game. But that's <laughs> that's that's PC gaming, man. So that is not not not, yeah. not, not, not for you with your rig, but for, for some. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but in general. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, on that note, uh, thank you so much for joining me as my co-host this week. Uh, great to finally have you on the show and pick your brain about a few things about the games and community. And, uh, yeah, just, just keep being you, man. Hey, man, that's, that's, that's my hashtag for this week. Be true to yourself always. That's, so, that's right. And uh, if, you know. uh, anything you want to promote, if you want uh, people to, uh, to stalk you online? I mean, if they want to follow me, it's you know at, on Twitter. I'm more on Twitter, uh, at Epic's underscore izzy underscore snow um i'm not talking much video games lately but more about other things like game of thrones like game of uh, thrones and game and... of thrones is a huge talk right now three more episodes left but uh i'm sure i'm sure i'll get back into the the video game and especially uh uh 2k and live talk um probably like when ea ea play comes around right that's right. Uh, preview season is coming. Winter is here, but preview season is coming. Oh yeah! I, I actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm getting excited, man. I, I, I'm looking forward to hearing um, the community's feedback for those that are going to be either going to EA Play or going to some kind of event. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the upcoming season, um, at least from like the community's uh, side and getting their perspective on on these games. Uh, will you, Will you be trying to? Uh, Go to EA Play at all this year? Probably not. Gonna, probably not going to happen. I'd love to do it. Probably not going to happen for me, unfortunately. But 
not not really okay. in the bud not really in the budget but uh, hopefully we if, if we can get somebody in the community perhaps to be our uh, our representative on the scene we'll see what we can uh, what we can do but but yeah i i'm hoping that we get some good news and that's what only i mean we're already in may so i guess that's just about a month away we're bearing down just, on just a, yeah just about a month away yeah because it, it feels like oh we're a few months away from the previous season but i just realized yeah it's, it's may so it's really only like a month away from ea play and uh and, and e3 yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll get Hopefully that. In. You have a nice surprise for us, man. Um, both games, but especially for live, uh, something something that will get everyone hype, especially me, since I'm trying to not play any sports games this year. But I'm I'm open to to uh, you know having someone change my mind for sure. Uh, hashtag rise together. That's what we're going with. Still with the community. <laughs> nice throwback. That's right. Rise together. So uh, yeah, but, uh, it's, gonna be, it's been a it's been a pleasure. It's been a uh, nice chatting with you. Thanks for uh, finally having me on your show. Absolutely, and definitely appreciate it. And definitely give Izzy a follow if you want some Game of Thrones spoilers. Or, <laughs> or of course, you can follow me at uh, Andrew NLSC for the same thing. We'll uh, we'll just go back and forth. And if you don't watch Game of Thrones, I guess we'll just completely bamboozle you and fool you, <laughs> confuse you with references that you don't understand. But. If, uh, if basketball video gaming is more your thing, we encourage you to subscribe to the NLC podcast on iTunes. You can also find us on various podcatching apps, including Stitcher and Podcast Addict. Search for the NLC podcast logo. That will be us. You can also connect with us on social media. On Twitter and Facebook, we are the NLSC. On Instagram, we are NLSC Basketball. On YouTube, we are NBA Live Series Center. And of course, keep it locked to the NLSC itself, nba-live.com, for everything we do for basketball video games. But yes, that will do it for episode number 283 of the NLC podcast. Thank you once again for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Andrew. And this is Izzy. Go get buckets, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>